When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, everybody, welcome to the latest episode of All Too Real 2. Yeah. My name is Michael E. Cullen II, and with me, as always, is... Is Matthew McRory's got hair again. Because he's pregnant. Yeah. That's a beautiful name. Yeah. Very uh, musical, and um, yes, very very musical. You gotta say it like that too, so you gotta get a guitar and play that same exact chord when you say my name. So it's kind of difficult to, to do. I'm just gonna call you Matt. Yeah, that's fine. Whatever. Okay, cool. Just making sure. Oh. <laughs> I, I'm not gonna sing it though either. Too. So I'm just making sure. Uh, well, yeah, do it. Do what you want. It's cool. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's okay. You know. One day, maybe we'll all live in a musical. That'd be fun. Yeah. Yeah, it would be. You know what I miss, actually? What? Live performances, like musicals and concerts and stuff. I really miss Oh, that. yeah. What were those? Yeah, I forgot about those things. Um, I yeah. wonder why. I wonder why we can't do those things anymore. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Now, I do want to, I mean, Rent is coming to town, and I would really like to go see that on stage. Hopefully, I can. We'll see. I really want to see Wicked. I've never seen Wicked. And I really want to. I have wanted to for me too. The past eleven years. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, hopefully that comes around sometime soon or something. Mm-hmm. And we can see that Hamilton's coming to town, and this is all in Toledo area, by the way. But yeah, and I haven't seen Hamilton yet, or not even the movie. Or I mean, not the movie, but the um, the stage. The recorded stage I, performance. I, you, I know you told me to watch that, but yeah. I haven't watched it. I, um, I, I highly recommend um, this. In a, this is an assignment for you, Matt. Watch that this week if you can. Okay. Yeah, I, I will. <clears throat> also, too, if we can, I'd like to see Clerks three in theaters. Um, yes. By the way, yeah. that 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 just uh, finished uh, filming, and um, next week, um, I don't know when it'll air, but um, I am, I am. Uh, Doing an interview with uh, Scott Schiffrell. Um, uh, I don't know. I, don't, I totally butchered his name. But anyways, he played the Chulies uh, gum guy in Clerks. <laughs> I just watched it a, a few days ago, actually. Yeah. Uh, on HBO Max. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that so much. <laughs> he's like, oh, this is, this is your lunch. And he's like, why don't you just, you know, take some Chulies gum? Like, you know, just all nonchalant when you yeah. find out because he's a rep for the... <laughs> yeah. He is in. He is going to be in Clerks three, 
So, awesome. um, yeah, but, uh, we might talk a little bit about that, what he can tell us about it, um, along, along with his history and he's a musician as well. So we're going to talk about all that stuff hopefully. And, uh, so stay tuned for that, um, episode coming up sometime in the next couple of weeks or so. So, yeah. <clears throat> so hopefully you'll enjoy that. But anyways, um, back to the topic at hand here. Um, we are talking about Legends of Tomorrow, and uh, we're going to do uh, three episodes because we fell behind a little bit here, folks. Um, so first we're going to talk about episode 12 of season six, entitled Board on Board on Board. <laughs> <clears throat> it was uh, directed by Harry uh, um, Georgian. I, uh, yeah, again, I'm apologetic about anybody's last name. I suck at last names. Um, Kido Shimizu and uh, Leah Poliet were the writers of the episode. This aired on August 15th of 2021. Um, so, in this episode, since uh, <clears throat> Constantine's magic has damaged the Wave Rider's jump drive, the Legends now must take a three-week journey back to Earth. <laughs> so, um... Zari uh, swaps out with uh, Zari uh, Tarazi, and uh, so Constantine has continued juicing himself with uh, his magical blood after uh, suffering from a withdrawal. Um, so uh, they're bored, and so... You know, they end up having to conserve energy so they can't even play video games or anything like that. So they're doing things like trying to play, trying to do yoga and, you know, all these different things to pass the time. Mm -hmm. um, Gary suggested them pl the, that they play a board game called Beast Slayer. <laughs> um, and, uh,. So it's it's kind of like a you know like a clue sort of thing like a like a whodunit sort of game you know, um, so they uh, they're playing the game. Constantine says, "Let's make this more realistic," and he uh, <laughs> uses his magic to uh, transport everyone except for Gary and Mick inside the board game. Um. The game ends up becoming horrifyingly realistic. Uh, Sarah tries to end it by uh, tries to end, you know, how realistic it is by revealing herself as the beast, only to be killed by a new one. So there's a new beast. <laughs> yeah. So th th they're all taking on these characters too that are the characters of the game that they were assigned, like a uh, like 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 a like. Like a widow is, you know, one of them, and you know all these. What were all the? What were all the characters that they were? Uh, yeah, there were like the widow. There was like um, oh, like a professor type. I think there's a bunch of different um, um, people. By the way, too, man, they really did a great way um, of like portraying like someone having a drug habit because like john acts like a complete 
cocaine head, like coke head in this episode. Yeah, I mean he's like he's like talking really fast and like 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 moving around a bunch and like dancing for no reason. I'm like, oh my god, dude, like he is jacked up on something. Like yeah, and like Bayard, you know Bayard like figures this out kind of. He's like he's like dude, like he's like way more energetic than usual. Like he's jumpy and uh, like he's all of his inhibitions are gone. Like so when they did yoga, he just decides to strip down naked. And it's like, what are you doing, dude? Like, we're just doing regular yoga. Like, you know, yeah. And also too, the irritability factor of people on drugs were like, you know, because like there was such a good mood because of the drugs, anything though could set off that mood. And then it just like flips them. Cause they're like, God damn it. You broke my good mood. It's just like completely turn on a dime. Like, you know, or turn on a dime, really? Um, not sure if that makes any sense, but that, that that's a phrase. Mm. Well, he just like storms out of the room. Like that's another um, classic sign of a drug habit of just like mood swings. Like you know, anything can kill the mood immediately, and just it just ruins it for you, and you just become sulky and just walk away. You know, <clears throat> walk um, away. Yeah, yeah he, he's totally juicing, and he got addicted to that stuff real fast, too. I mean, it only took him, like, one sip of that stuff, and, uh, you know. Yeah, it's a uh, it's pretty uh, pretty good, real you know, representation of a drug addict, yeah. Um, yeah. So, anyways, they're, they're in this game, and they start being killed off one by one. And the fear is that if they're dead in the game, that they're going to actually be dead in real life because of how, <laughs> you know, how this is. Um, so, uh, it ends up, uh, you know, kind of jumping through this really fast, but uh, Constantine ends up learning that the new beast is a dark side of himself. <clears throat> After we have a bunch of different uh, situations on the in the in the game where you know everybody's kind of accusing each other of being the beast. Yeah. Um, what was going on? To it's been a while since I watched this one. Mick Mick was in the game. Why was he not in the game? Was he just left on there on purpose, or because he he was dealing with his pregnancy? Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll, I'll get to that in a minute here. Um, okay. Yeah. The. Uh, so, um, but yeah, but they they ended up being like in a in a loop too, where they couldn't escape from the from from the house that they were in because everywhere that they went just led them back to another part of the house. There was no escape, basically. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, so um, everybody's basically dead except for except for Zari and uh, Constantine. And Bayrod for a while. Um, the uh, so Constantine learns that the new beast is the dark side of himself, who uh, basically states that the magic is in control of him, and then he is stabbed by Zari, which ends the game. Concurrently, while this is all happening, um, Kayla, who survived her ordeal arrives on the wave rider rider and fixes the jump drive but she later attacks Gary and Mick 
out of allegiance to someone who helped her escape. Who could that be? Um, mm. <laughs> I wonder. Yeah, Mick reveals his uh, his pregnancy to her, but uh, she knocks him out. Um, she uh, had a severed tentacle, and um, the tentacle is basically in control, like is its own being, and it uh, it basically ends up uh, um, creating a new um, being, a new body. <laughs> Um, and then it strangles Gary. Um, no. Yeah. Afterwards, uh, Zari basically admits her love to Con- love for Constantine to Bayrod. And, uh, despite his warnings, you know, because he, he basically is worried about the way John has been acting lately and worried that he's that his sister is going to get hurt, you know? Yeah. Um, she, um, basically later on, she finds that the, uh, stab wound that she had put into the beast is in John's back. So she realizes that John was the beast. Uh Oh, and then, uh, we start hearing uh, some singing, and Sarah follows a voice on the Wave Rider and finds someone kind of unexpected, but not really. <laughs> it's Bishop, everybody. Ah, <laughs> oh, Bishop again. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't we get rid of him already? Yeah. So basically, nope. the, the body that uh, Kayla was creating was, uh, and the person that helped her was um, was Bishop, so... We've got another clone of Bishop. So, yeah. You know, we don't have enough clones of Bishop. You know, we've only had like thousands of them. Um. <clears throat> yeah, it was so. So basically, we got Bishop aboard the ship now. Did I miss anything here in this episode, Matt? Uh, no, I, I mean, just, you know, some of the details of like what was, you know, like the dialogue and stuff, but. Like I said, I, I kind of I, I watched this like three weeks ago, so I haven't. I, I didn't. Me too. I usually watch multiple times, but I didn't really like this episode that much, so I only, only watched it once. But um, uh, so I don't remember too much about what happened, just other than John just acting like a complete cokehead. Uh, yeah. And and uh, yeah, and Matt Ryan's acting is is really good this season. I know. It's this is pretty much like almost like his season for me, really. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, he's been a regular since season four. Then he also, I mean, wasn't he in season three a little bit, but he didn't become a regular until season four? Or am I. My, maybe. I'm possibly. I'm trying to remember. Okay. But, and he's technically not even a regular. He's, well, a, he's not? Well, he, he is, but he isn't. But according to the credits, he's a, he's a guest star in every episode. But he's been okay. He's been in almost every episode. Yeah. So. <laughs> they, they'll do that for people as like a special thing because basically, if you're a special guest star, sometimes you get paid more. Uh, so okay. like, yeah. like, like for example, Heather Locklear was like a main character on Melrose Place for most of its run. Yeah, her entire run in the opening credits, she was credited as, as a special guest star. 
Okay. So yeah. Wow. So yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Um, stuff like that. You know. <laughs> yeah. This whole season, uh, you know, like I was saying before, you know how the show started off like you know pretty serious with you know um, Rip Hunter trying to stop his family from being killed by Vandal Savage, and then it went into like you know by like pretty much by season three, like midway through, it just became almost like a comedy. But now this season's actually been really dark. A lot of the episodes have been really like almost like horror in a sense. Um, yeah. I mean, it's still funny. Sure. But um, it's, it's kind of, I think it's, it's getting a little bit towards a serious end, like where it's not, it's not all serious or all comedy kind of like how it's been for a while. Yeah. Um, so now we're kind of striking a, I think a balance between those two eras of the show the show's been on for six years. So, yeah. Uh, you know, but of course we know that the end of John Constantine and the character is, is coming you know, soon. Pretty soon. Yeah. So do you want to take, not, a, not the actor. yeah. Did you want to take a break, Matt, really quick? And then we'll uh, talk about the next episode. Yeah. Yeah, sure. It sounds good. Okay. We'll be right back folks. What is Gen X? What is the silent generation? What do generations have in common? Hi, I'm Trish the Dish from the Gen X Voice podcast, and I invite you to listen to conversations I have with folks from different generations, backgrounds, beliefs, and experiences in an attempt to see what connects rather than divides us. Even though Gen X has been called slackers, Karens, or not mentioned at all in some cases, we are the bridge generation, so I feel compelled to do my part to destroy ageism by bringing all these voices together. And, as a bonus, each guest gets to answer some 80s questions at the end of each show. So download and listen to Gen X Voice today on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And let's see how much we have in common after all. Hi, this is Catherine, host of a new fashion podcast, The Real Fashion School Dropout. Join me as I interview guest every week in the fashion and beauty space and we gossip on all things fashion and beauty and even get into some personal stories of their journey in the industry you can find us on apple spotify pretty much wherever you get your podcast hope to see you there and we are back Hope you enjoyed the word from our sponsors or other shows or whatever played right there. Um, my name is Mike still. And my name is still Matt. And that is beautiful. Why, yeah. Why am I talking like this? That's a mystery. I, I don't know. Um, Must be the ivermectin. Um, anyway, so the uh, the next episode we're covering is um, episode 13 of season 6, entitled Silence of the Sonograms, Ooh. directed by uh, Nico Sachis, um, written by Phil Klemmer and Morgan Faust, 
It originally aired on August 22nd, 2021. And uh, so in this episode, Matt, we have um, Sarah. She finds and captures Bishop, who explains that Kayla was only able to download 94% of Bishop's original genome due to Sarah's actions. So they they uh, they capture him, put him in their little uh, force field jail thingy. Um, <laughs> yep, that's the that's the proper term for it, right? Yeah, the force field um, jail thingy. Yeah, yeah. That's how I would name things in the real in like if I were on the ship. Be like that's the force field jail thingy. Yeah, like just giving people a tour like that. That's the. That's the food fabricator. That's the force field jail thingy, whatever. Yeah. I wouldn't call it the food fabricator. I'd call it that's the thingy that makes food. And, um, yeah, that, that yeah. thing. The, the food thingy. Yeah. Yeah. The food maker thing, you know. Yeah. And the, then they'll point to like the refrigerator and be like, what's that? And I'll be like, that's the, the, the make food cold thingy. <laughs> yeah. Um, so. <laughs> point to the restrooms and I said that's the where you go potty thingy and that, that's um, the, um, the we, what we call the, the ivermectin um, you know the ivermectin release um, yeah there room. we go yeah. <laughs> anywho um, so the, <laughs> so so um, while Bishop's there Ava decides to interrogate him um, but he's basically kind of he ends up charming her, and she <clears throat> thinks that he's turned over a new leaf. Um, she uh, she she's she does though pretend to be vulnerable by allowing Bishop to help her plan um her wedding to Sarah. Um, and then she begins to uh, sympathize with him through that. So that's, you know. <clears throat> and, and I mean, in a way, he is her dad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's the one that create, made the clones. Yeah. The Ava clone from the future, which then Rip Hunter then used for the Time Bureau. So, yeah. So, like, Rip is like almost like her. Adopted, her, like, her adopted father. Adopted dad. And Bishop is the one who actually made her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's so, she's got a lot of these emotions kind of rise up when she's talking to him because she doesn't really know what she's supposed to feel because she, you know, was literally programmed to do like a specific job, you know? Yes. Um. So as that's going on, um, Mick goes into labor and uh, Sarah and Ava discover that the other 6% of Bishop's genome actually belongs to Sarah. Yeah, uh uh-oh. And uh, so uh, with with that belonging to uh, Sarah, the, those those genomes, um, which allows Bishop to override Gideon, and then defeat Sarah, 
He then goes and basically helps uh, Mick deliver the 48 eggs through Mick's nose. Ugh. Ugh. That scene. Yeah, Yeah. yeah, that was kind of gross. And then he uh, willfully returns to his imprisonment. Meanwhile, while this is going on, Zari confronts Constantine, who is still being taunted by his dark side. Yeah. Astra helps Spooner regain her memories about what happened with the uh, Fountain of Imperium. And uh, meanwhile, um, Zari steals a steals the uh the the potion uh, blood thingy from Constantine. <laughs> the potion blood thingy, yeah. Yeah, you know. <clears throat> See, I'm great at naming things, Matt. I, I you know, it, it's 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 a good thing I don't have children. <clears throat> what would you name them? Like if it was a boy, I'd be like, yeah, that's the that's that's the male child thingy. And um <laughs> The other one's the female child thingy. If I had like a you boy know. and a girl, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, male child thingy Cullen, that'd be their name. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. It'd be great when they graduate from high school. You know, here's your diploma, male child thingy Cullen. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah, like um, so like the night flying. The night flying creature man for Batman character that I came up with. Yes. <laughs> or uh or 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 li- large non flying creature. Or large, yeah. large flying flying creature, not non flying. Uh large flying creature for Big Bird. It's um, right, yeah, large it I still want to make a show like that where it's uh mm-hmm. those generic characters. Yeah. I don't want to give anything away. I don't want someone stealing the idea. Oh, no. But, uh, yeah, none of you listeners that we love so much, I apparently think of you as, as idea thieves. Terrible. Well, no. I mean, the thing is, you don't want to put it out there because somebody evil could be listening to our show. And next thing you know, you know, Joe Rogan's producing um, yeah. generic Sesame Street. Um, anyway, so uh, then he's you know he's ivermectin in the, the episodes. <laughs> oh Jesus! So oh, um, <laughs> yep, we live in like the hell times, the hellscape. <laughs> yes, we do. So um, so so anyways um. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry. I'm just thinking about the hellscape we live in. Um, anyway, yeah. so the <laughs> you gotta laugh because it's so sad. Um, yeah. So um, Astra ends up identifying the 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 potion in the in in the potion blood thingy um, <laughs> is blood from hell. Speaking of the hellscape we live in, um, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so uh, Constantine confronts Zari about the situation. He chooses to throw out the potion, and the two reconcile. Afterwards, Sarah finds that Bishop aided 
in mixed delivery in order to steal his uh, comm, which is the communication thingy. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, the communications. Well, that's literally what it's called. Um, yeah. <clears throat> I, I, I would just call it the communication thingy. Yeah. And um, so he uses it to contact Constantine, who ends up being overtaken by his dark side despite his actions of throwing away the blood potion thingy. The blood po- So with that <clears throat> scene, <clears throat> I, I need to know what you think about this because I wasn't sure. So does does he literally have like a dark version of himself that manifests because he got beat up pretty badly or was it, or do you think it was like a fight club situation where he was literally throwing his body around the room i'm thinking like, it was, i'm thinking it was a fight club situation okay all right yeah because <clears throat> yeah. hmm. he got the shit kicked out of him real bad um and that's the name of my new band a fight club situation a fight <laughs> that's a good name i like that <laughs> a fight it's like a punk band, a fight club situation. Yes. And, you know, it's the name of your album is Ivermectin. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Jesus. So, um. We're going to see, like, a whole bunch of punk bands now called Ivermectin. I, I could call it right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ivermectin's going to open up for Anthrax. Yes. <laughs> oh, God. And my chemical romance. <laughs> yes. What's a word that reminds with experience that would mean like releasing bowels? Like the Joe Rogan. Oh, I can't think of a word. I, I would um, just call it the, 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 the Joe uh, Rogan excretion. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yes. So that's going to be my other band, the Joe Rogan excretion. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yes. <laughs> Wow. Okay, anywho, people. Um, back to the topic at hand. Um, so, he's contacting uh, John through his uh, comm thingy, and um, <laughs> um, he's been taken over by... Uh, John's been taken over by the dark side, and uh, you know, basically beats himself up. Um, so, Bishop offers him a way to officially restore his magic. And that's where we end this episode. <laughs> yeah. And that's... You got the nasty birthing through the nose thing. Um, you got John kicking his own ass, liar, liar style, but yeah. with much more blood. Um, <clears throat> I'm kicking my own ass! Uh, <laughs> anyway... <laughs> Jim Carrey had a lot of weird movies in the 90s before he, like, I don't know. Like, it's like with Ace Ventura, he, like, got typecasted and just became, like, so goofy for a while. Yeah. Like, just over the top too much, even. Um, And then, you know, finally he started, like, kind of making his own way. I'm not sure why he even got this. By the way, East Ventura is an insanely transphobic movie. Like, I almost think that movie should be a freaking band, or at the very least have, like, a thing in the beginning saying, like, this movie is, like, a hate crime, basically. Yeah, well, like, well it's, <laughs> it's not the main... I mean, it, it, it ends up being that way, but, I mean, the rest of the movie, you can kind of 
be okay with in a way. It's yeah. It's of its, but the idea, it's of its it's of its time. Unfortunately, I'm not saying that that's an excuse, but I'm just saying that's. No, I get that, yeah, but like, if you're a trans person and you see like a bunch of people throwing up with the idea that they had sex with you, like that's gonna really fuck with your self esteem a lot. Well, like, yeah, <laughs> it, it would. I mean, it's. But yeah, yeah, that's another topic for another day. Maybe we'll watch the movie and revisit it someday. Oh God, yeah, <clears throat> nineteen. That's yeah. That's, that movie came out in nineteen ninety four, so that's twenty seven years old. Yeah, uh, movie. But anyway, yeah, I, I don't know why I got in Jim Carrey, but yeah, just like every movie in the 90s was just like a, almost like a different version of Ace Ventura, like just totally goofy. Um, yeah. The mask, though, was good. I like the mask. Um, and then when he did <clears throat> Man on the Moon is when I really saw his, you know, that and the Majestic. Oh, yeah, those movies and, were great. And, uh, and Truman Show. Truman Show is a classic. <clears throat> so, mm-hmm. um,. Anyways, do you want to take hey. a, do you want to take a break here, Matt, and then talk about uh, the next episode? Uh, yes. Okay, and we'll be back after a word from uh, our sponsors, and maybe Ivermectin. Maybe it's Ivermectin. Who knows? <laughs> I hope not. Maybe it's maybe it's Ivermectin Pop Tarts. Oh, <laughs> Ivermectin flavor. <laughs> What the hell? I don't matter with us. We'll be right. <laughs> we'll be right back. What is Gen X? What is the Silent Generation? What do generations have in common? Hi, I'm Trish the Dish from the Gen X Voice Podcast, and I invite you to listen to conversations I have with folks from different generations, backgrounds, beliefs, and experiences in an attempt to see what connects rather than divides us. Even though Gen X has been called slackers, Karens, or not mentioned at all in some cases, we are the bridge generation, so I feel compelled to do my part to destroy ageism by bringing all these voices together. And, as a bonus, each guest gets to answer some 80s questions at the end of each show. So download and listen to Gen X Voice today on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And let's see how much we have in common after all. Hi, this is Catherine, host of a new fashion podcast, The Real Fashion School Dropout. Join me as I interview guests every week in the fashion and beauty space and we gossip on all things fashion and beauty and even get into some personal stories of their journey in the industry. You can find us on Apple, Spotify, pretty much wherever you get your podcast. Hope to see you there. And we are so, um, the next episode that we're covering here is episode 14 of season six, entitled There Will Be Brood. Uh, get it? Yeah. It was directed by Maisie Richardson Sellers, who fans of the show know as previously, most recently playing Charlie. Oh, okay. Yeah, so former cast member is directing the episode. 
Because that's why she left the show is to go off and direct uh, films and TV shows and stuff. So okay, cool. Yeah, it's kind of cool <laughs> that they brought her back to direct an episode. Um, it was written. It is cool. It was written by uh, Ray. I'm gonna bit. I'm gonna butcher this one here. <laughs> Uterinchit. I don't know. U T A R N A C. H I T T. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. I'd have to, I'd have to hear it a few times. Yeah, I don't know, but and then uh, Marcelina Campos uh, Mayhorn as well. Okay, so um, in this episode, Constantine and Bishop disable Gideon and steal the Wave Rider to search for the Fountain of Imperium in 1925, Texas. Um, Spooner and um, and Astra stow away, and uh, to try to uh, go past them and save that, save the situation, and you know, save the wave rider and everything. Um, while the 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 rest of the team are aren't they at uh, Constantine's house? Um. <laughs> Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, with the ex- with the exception of uh, Bayrod, who left at the end of a couple episodes ago, so to go be <laughs> yeah, right. to go see his parents. Yeah, so. yeah. So, um, so Spooner and Astra are there in this in this uh, like um, mining town of Texas. Where they uh, end up running into this uh, woman who helps uh, one of the miners who's hurt, or the uh, oil men, or oil guys, I should say, oil miners, or whatever you want to call them. Um, I don't know words for things. <laughs> it, it, one of the one of the oil bringer upper guys, um, and you know, uh, guy, yeah. yeah. He, um, they, uh, this, this woman comes and helps, helps him. And, uh, Spooner has this feeling that she knows the woman, like it's, it's weird. And, uh, she's convinced that it's her mother in 1925, Texas, you know? So, um, must've been really old there when she had, um, Spooner. Yeah. And so. So basically, um, they end up uh, a lot. So, so uh, they end up meeting her, and then her daughter, who is named Esperanza, aka Spooner's Wait. real name. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. So basically, they're they're there, and it is her mom, and that is her as a younger self. Um, that uh, Astra and Spooner meet. Um, so Constantine shows up at their door. <laughs> um, because he had ran, ran into uh, Esperanza, the young Esperanza earlier, and realized that she had some kind of control over the uh, Fountain of Imperium, which is underneath these mushrooms that are actually aliens. 
Right. It's. it's I, just, I, I just. I just revealed a lot of information right there in that sentence. I know, but. <laughs> it's a yeah. It's a living being. It's not just a fountain. Um, yeah. Or a fount. <clears throat> yes, it's a. Uh, it's not like a you know. Not like a soda stream or something. It's a. Which, if no. you'd like to sponsor a soda stream, we would talk about you too. <laughs> oh. Anyway, so um, or if the Fountains Imperium would like to sponsor our show, um, I mean, if it's real, sure. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I'm sure it'll be owned by Pepsi soon enough or something. Um, oh yeah, yeah, the uh, <laughs> or Nestle or Kraft or one of those big companies. Um, yeah, yeah, or Kellogg's, the makers of Pop Tarts. Yes. Yes. The, the number one snack of all two real two podcast. Yes. <laughs> I, I love me pop tarts. I swear to God, I would, I would, I would shriek if I like won like a lifetime supply of pop. I mean, I would like I mean, that would be like winning the lottery for me. I would absolutely just go insane. Um, <clears throat> I would eat every type of pop tart there is, even the kinds I don't like, like the brown sugar type. Yeah. Um, just give them away to people who do like them. <clears throat> I would take any kind of free food, you know. You can always give it to somebody that'll eat it. Yeah. Um, so the um, so basically they're 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 there at uh, they they end up they're all at um Constantine shows up at uh at Gloria who is uh, Spooner's mom's house, and uh, while he's there. He ends up knocking everyone out, except for Spooner. Typical Constantine style, mm-hmm. you and, know. And uh, he reveals that Gloria will be killed while defending her land, and that Esperanza will flee into the woods, where the fountain will transport her to the future. <clears throat> so. That's what she had talked about with aliens. She was right that aliens basically transferred her, but she thought the aliens abducted her mom, but her mom was actually killed by these evil people trying to get her land. Yep. Typical. Um, I mean, a lot of crap like that happened back in the 20s. Uh, like, oh, you won't sell me your land? Okay, I'll just kill you and take it. And, you know. I'll pay off the law because, you know, mm-hmm. let's face it, the law only exists on paper and it's abstract. It doesn't really mean anything. And, um, and that only and, no- and that only happened in the 1920s, not in the oh, yeah, tw- not, in the, not in the 2020s. <laughs> no, 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 only 1920s. Um, no, yeah, it's almost as if like laws don't really mean anything unless there's people who actually enforce them. Almost. Yes. Um, anyway. <laughs> so, um, so, so then, uh, basically, that night, Bishop and Constantine go off and activate the fountain. Spooner reveals her identity to Gloria. And then protects her and her land while Astra sends young Esperanza to the future. <clears throat> Which, okay, so that got me thinking. 
So is this like a time loop situation then where That's what I'm wondering. she's always, always going to wind up where she was because the young version goes in and then she just appears as the adult version because she went in there as a kid. Yeah. But would that have happened had she not already been at this point in time as an adult? That's the, that's the thing about time travel. You never know when it begins or ends. Yeah. Um, but. Um, so. Meanwhile, the rest of the legends lure Kayla back to Earth using mixed eggs. <laughs> yeah. On some kind of social media thing. Like the like the space version of Instagram or something. And um Yeah, pretty much. Like you gotta tag her. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and um so they wanna use uh use her ship in order to rescue the eggs from the wave rider. And when they get on the wave rider, they discover that Bishop has set a trap and uh, that they have like seconds to like collect all these eggs, you know, before something explodes that he set up. And, um, during this, Meg, uh, Mick, Mick is caught collecting the eggs in the explosion. He gets blown back. Yeah. Uh. And uh, he was trying to save like the last egg that fell onto the floor. And uh, yeah. yeah, as you do, I mean, you're you're a parent. You want to protect your children, right? So yes. Uh, I mean, I, I do know that in the future, when I have. Um, when I have male thingy, um, Cullen, I will protect <laughs> him with every. <laughs> oh yeah. Anyway, so um, the uh, so so basically, then um, we're back back on 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 Earth in 1925. We have uh, Constantine links to the fountain. And attempts to uh, betray Bishop. But Bishop has anticipated this. And poisons him. Right. Destroying the fountain. Because the fountain is then connected to... Constantine. Which then ends up destroying the fountain. And then that knocks out Spooner. At her uh, mom's house. Where she had basically saved her mom from these evil um, oiled bastards, you know. Um, So, Bishop reveals that the fountain was an alien gift that would safeguard Earth from the invasion, from invasions and escapes. So, basically, this fountain has been protecting Earth for a long time. And his goal was to destroy this so he could basically destroy Earth. Yeah, because he's because he's he's in the boat. He's convinced that he he's he's got his like benevolent ideas that he wants to create like this perfect race of people. He's basically Hitler, and um, <laughs> he's well, kind of. But I think now he's like he's like mad that no one listened to him. So now he's it's like kind of like, well, I'm gonna destroy you now because you didn't yeah. listen to me. <laughs> yeah. So um, 
so so we've got Mick is knocked out by this explosion. Spooner is knocked out by this situation. Um, and then we have Constantine. He's enveloped by the dying Imperium um, at Astra and Zari's side. Huh. So basically he's kind of just like sucked into the ground and stuff. Right. And so that may be, that may be the end of John Constantine. I hope not though, because it's like such a terrible send off. I mean, yeah, it's like, I know nothing, you know, um, <clears throat> we'll see what happens in the yeah. last, the last episode of the season is what's coming up. Yeah. Which is called the fungus among us. Oh my God. That's a great incubus album, by the way. Yeah. Um, really good album by that band. Um, <clears throat> So yeah, what 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 do you speculate might happen in the season finale? Uh, I think Incubus is going to play in it uh, as a band, um, personally, and um, it's just going to be a, a, a live Incubus concert. It's not going to. It's all going to be. It's just going to be a live show uh, <laughs> with with characters from the show occasionally coming out on stage and stuff like that. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> you know. They've been working on this pretty much. Incubus is just—they've been like the creators of the show for the past six years. Actually, the whole thing has just been one it's promotion been, of it's, this concert. It's—it's it's been one ruse just to get people to watch a live concert. Yeah, that's it. It's—it's yeah. it's, it's, it's long, <laughs> very long, long plan uh, set in motion. No, I think um, hopefully Spooner doesn't really die because technically, you know, she was supposed to be sent into the future. But if that thing couldn't do it quickly enough, then She's just like stuck in some kind of. But I, I, I think Little Esperanza was sent into the future. I'm pretty sure, you know. So. It's, right, but yeah. if if the, if the Spooner faint though, then that means that it, it wasn't successful because. Um, or it means that she actually had some of this like fountain inside of her. Oh, okay. And now that the fountain is dead. Who oh, knows, I, who knows what happened? And timelines are so fucked. So who knows? You know, <laughs> yeah, timeline is really screwed up now. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I I hope John. I mean, I'm pretty sure John probably is going to die. But I just hope that that wasn't that wasn't the moment itself, where it's just like that's it. There's no story. It's that's yeah. Because that again, Matt Ryan is would, coming back next season as a different character who's like a doctor or something, like a British doctor. Right. So. Who knows um, if you know if it's like someone from a different timeline or a different which Earth or which, mind you, I think uh-huh. really sucks. And you know why they're doing this? No, I don't know why. Okay, so they're <clears throat> developing for either HBO Max or for theaters a new Constantine, and with a different actor and stuff. Okay, which sucks because Matt Ryan is basically. Constantine in real life. He basically looks exactly yeah. like the comic book character and everything. Um, and I can't think of anybody playing him better. I mean, the Keanu Reeves movie Constantine was okay, but it wasn't great. Which we should I, I, we should cover that yeah. sometime for uh, for our Crisis on Infinite Films uh, series. Sure. Yeah, I, I did not like that movie that much at all. Um, yeah. I mean, it was okay, but the fact that they made him American changed a lot of his personality and stuff it was just not the greatest but i don't know if they're gonna do anything more with keanu or what they're doing but there's a there's like a uh a 
Justice League Dark series in development with Constantine and different things like that, that is going to have no connection to the Arrowverse. Okay. So, they're, for some odd reason, DC and Warner Brothers have decided that they don't want to allow Legends to have access to the John Constantine character anymore. That's stupid. Which is stupid because they've allowed other characters to exist both on the big screen recently and in the little screen when it comes to like, yeah. like like the Flash and Superman and things of that nature, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. But that's that's what I've heard is the reasoning behind it. I mean, but then again, you know, it could be that, you know, it could be something good for Matt Ryan, too, because he's been playing this character for so long. I mean, to give he, him something else to sink his teeth into might be cool. Yeah, totally. I mean, he, um, I mean, yeah, he, he was introduced in like uh, season two of Arrow, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah and I mean, he had or, and he had his yeah. own, own series before that, Constantine. So, you know. Yeah. So yeah, which was pretty good too. So yeah, mm-hmm. on on NBC, um, not not to mention doing voiceover in some animated movies and TV shows and stuff of the character. So it's pretty much just strictly played Constantine for the last like you know ten years or ten, something. Ten years or something. Yeah. So it's like yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I mean, but then again, you got you got people like Mariska Hargitay, who's been on Law and Order Special Victims Unit for like twenty some years, playing the same character. So you know, <laughs> or all right. those all those people on General Hospital and Days of Our Lives and all those things that have played the same characters for decades. You know, it's hard to mm-hmm. you know <laughs> something to be said for playing the same character over and over again. But there's also something to be said as an actor to be able to sink your teeth into something else, and you know, yeah, yeah. Totally. And it's kind of even cool to be able to sink your teeth into a different character on the same show that you're already on. Yeah. yeah. Like, like it's also- something like what Maisie, Maisie uh, Richardson Sellers did too with, uh, <laughs> with her two characters on in previous seasons. So, yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's also good to sink your teeth into <clears throat> a, a tablet ivermectin <clears throat> or, um, you know, uh, no, it's not. Sorry. No, it's not. Keep, no, it's not. Keep... no, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not. Don't listen to Matt. Or, no, <laughs> don't listen to Joe Rogan. Tart, or a pop tart with like you know you break up the pill and you put it in like kind of like with applesauce. Like remember that time when I couldn't swallow pills, so I had some crushed up in the applesauce for a headache. Yes. <laughs> yes. So you do that with ivermectin. Just put it in some applesauce or like a pop. You know, sprinkle on top of the part pop-tart for like a frosting type of thing or or or, or, or like the 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 siesta cheese where you uh put a yes. crushed up ambient inside of it and yes. um yes <laughs> oh yep. my god yep good times folks so anyways uh <clears throat> that's it for uh for those episodes and uh We'll be back next week with uh, the wrap-up of this season of um, Legends of Tomorrow. And if you've liked us covering this, let us know, and we'll continue to cover the show next season and beyond. Also, check out our episodes about Stargirl that we've been doing recently, too. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Anything else else before we wrap things up here, Matt? Yeah. uh, I was just going to say... there's a good show on HBO Max called Titans. Um, yes. They all, speaking of John Constantine, they have a bunch of animated stuff on, on HBO Max, and one of them is actually like an animated movie. Yeah, I started, I think w- it, started watching that yesterday. 
So it's like him and Batman, I think, in the same oh, movie. Oh, there's or, there's or, that. There's the Justice League Dark movie that he's in. There's okay. also there's also a Constantine movie called Constantine. I can't remember what it's called, but it. Okay. Yeah, that's a weird name for it, uh, Constantine. I can't remember what it's called. It's and not- um. <laughs> But no, there, there's some stuff on there if you want to get more Constantine. And I think on the uh, like CW Seed and some other things, you might be able to get the uh, um, the original Constantine TV series. So if you're missing Constantine, there's other ways to get him. Um, and hopefully whatever they are doing with the <clears throat> new show with Constantine is good and they find an actor who's just as decent as Matt Ryan in the role. Um, I don't want something. I mean, I'm not the type of person who's going to be bitter that they're getting rid of him as the character. I am bitter because I think he's great, but I'm not going to poo-poo whoever they cast, you know, <laughs> So, without seeing them first. Uh, <laughs> and I'm not going to say that yeah. they, they ruined my childhood by changing things. Um, oh, God, like like Jeremy, whatever his stupid name is, yeah. Um, yeah. It's it's woke man the woke bullshit they took they took they took away from me took it away from me Ugh. yeah they they I I can't jerk off to this character anymore you know I, I remember because, people saying recently that they thought that oh the CW made Constantine too woke because they made him stop smoking um okay yeah that was like he smoked like almost all of it except for like the last season okay yeah. um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, God forbid you quit smoking. Such a good habit to have. Um, yep. <clears throat> anyway, I, I, I was gonna play this last last week, but then um, you were you weren't feeling good, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna play something right now. Okay. Okay. All right. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> it was my birthday a week ago, folks. Um, yep. Yes. Well, a little over a week ago now. But um, oh, yeah. yeah. So yeah. Thank you, Matt. And I am. All- I am. I'm. I'm all of twenty-one again. And um, wait, no. <laughs> Forever twenty-one. Yes. I am a. I, I am a. I am a female fast fashion clothing store located in a mall. <laughs> wow. Yes. With a religious bent to it. Anyway, so um <laughs> Is it really? Yeah. Oh, I know that. And probably, you know, and 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 also it has helped destroy in our environment by having a bunch of fast fa- fast fashion end up in landfills across the world. Um and oh. uh and used probably used slave labor to make their fast fashion and um, other things. I'm pretty sure that there's a bunch of videos on YouTube about how evil Forever 21 is. But hey, I'll remain Forever 21. Um, no. <laughs> so, um, anyways, make sure you follow us, folks, on um, on the Facebook over there. We got a we've got a, a fan page. We've also got our um, our all too real to uh, Facebook. All Too Real to Podcast Facebook group, um, which is a great way to discuss things. Um, you can share whatever you want on there. We're, we're, we're open to it, you know, within reason, you know. Don't share weird conspiracy theories or anything. Um, also, um, you know, also um, be sure to give us a five-star review on Apple Podcast if you like the show. Um I know I ask this every week, but we really need this, folks. Just give us some reviews. It'll help people find us. Um, 
if you haven't yet, it takes like two seconds to do. You know, it's not that bad. You know, just just do it, do it. And um, the uh, the you know we got a Patreon. We've got a T Public store where you can buy some cool uh, Cullen Park and All Too Real Two merchandise. Um, if you want to help support the show, um, if you want to just send me a million dollars, that'd be great too. Um, oh wow! Yeah, yeah. My my PayPal is Mike at CullenPark dot com, and um, <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> if you want to advertise on the show, let us know. S- hit us up. Um, I know I'm begging here, folks, but you know we're trying to find a way to m- monetize this thing so we can keep bringing better quality shows. You know, and get some better equipment and things of that nature too. Um, you know, maybe find a studio or do something. You know, uh, but. Anyways, folks, um, any suggestions for anything you want us to cover, let us know, too. Um, we've got a TikTok. Let us know what you want us to do on there. Been asking people. Nobody's responded yet. <laughs> you know. Matt will uh, sing happy birthday to you on TikTok if you want. Yeah, sure. Just just let us know if that's what you want us to do. Um, but uh, anyways, um, anything else, Matt? No, I think I'm good. Okay, folks. Um, until next time, don't take you know cow and horse medicine for your uh, for your COVID. I mean, you know, at least not the cow and horse version of it. I mean, there are there are, there are valid reasons to take the the, the medicine. Um, also, um, I just don't want to poo-poo anything that you know. <laughs> Might actually help a human being with it. Um, yeah. You know. Poo-poo, exactly. Um, yeah, because you don't want to have a lot of poo-poo. And um, the, uh, you know, you know, get a vaccination, folks. They're not evil. Nope. Contrary to what they people tell you. Um, believe science. Believe in yourself. <laughs> Wear a mask. <laughs> and wear <Where>? a condom. <laughs> bye bye. Thanks for listening to All Too Real 2 Podcast, a Cullen Park production. Produced and edited by Michael E. Cullen II. Music by Matthew Haas. Subscribe and share the show. Visit us at CullenPark.com. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Galvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now